Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families. You are going to meet new people and have fun while you listen. Let's do it! y'all. Welcome to the Collide Kids podcast. I am so glad you're listening today. The Collide Kids podcast is a show for kids and families where we learn together how life and faith collide. Well, today we are going to talk about music. So I want to know what is your favorite kind of music? Do you like country or rock? Do you like classical orchestra music or hip hop songs with a really good beat? What about musical theater songs, or gospel, or pop, or disco, or bluegrass? Or maybe you're like me, and you like a little bit of everything. Yeah, is that you? Well, whatever you like, I'm sure we can all agree that the best season for music is coming up, and that is Christmas, right? Yes, Christmas is definitely the best season for music. It's It's got everything, doesn't it? Okay, that's beside the point. I want to introduce you to my guest today, and her name is Yancey. Yancey is a songwriter, worship leader, and producer that makes music for kids. She loves to make Jesus loud and travels the globe doing family concerts. Yancey makes music and videos for both church and home. This year, she's releasing lots of new music in her little praise party series for younger kids. She lives with her husband and two sons in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm really excited for you to get to know Yancey and hear all about her story of how she got started. So here is my conversation with Yancey. Well, Yancey, I am so excited for you to be on the show today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, this is really cool. I, I've actually used a lot of your music. Um, I, I lead worship at my church for kids, and you have a lot of great resources and all that stuff. So can you tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yes. So I am a singer and songwriter and worship leader, and I've been making music for a really, really long time um, now and have been focused on kids and families for the past 12 years or so. Um, And it's just been a lot of fun to write songs that um, are small enough that kids can understand, but yet Mm -hmm. mom and dad can enjoy them a whole lot too and can learn from them as well. And uh, just to write songs that kids can relate to and sing to uh, just draw closer to the Lord with. That's really what it's all about. So I like to say that I make music that makes Jesus loud and that's my, my goal and my mission. That's awesome. Um, So, okay. I want to ask you a lot of questions about that, but before we get started, because this is a kid's podcast, I like to start with something fun. So I like to ask my guests, do you have like a joke or maybe like a really good impression? Uh, I can make a pig sound. That is my... A pig sound? A pig sound, which, you know, on the surface level, people think it's just (laughs) oink, oink, but it's not. I will show you what it is. Okay. I can't wait. Please. (laughs) 
That's actually the sound that pigs make. <laughs> okay, you got to do that one more time. <laughs> okay. Very good. That's it. You're right. It's not oink, oink. <laughs> it's, they, they don't really say oink, oink. I remember this has been a lot of years back, but um, when people first started having pot belly pigs as like pets. Yeah. I remember like there was a phase. This is probably back in the 90s or something. And so my grandmother took us when we were visiting to this pet store in Birmingham, Alabama that had pigs. And I got down there and I was making my sound and it was like I was talking with the pig. Like they were making the sound right back at me. They're like, you're one of us. <laughs> so I know. So that's like the one thing I can do. I cannot whistle. I cannot blow up a balloon but I can make a pig sound. So wow. we all have our gifts and talents. Yeah. Now I have to, I have to brag about myself. I am really good at blowing up balloons. Like I can, I Are can you? blow up balloons really fast. Yes. So That's there's awesome. a lot, a lot of balloon arches in my, in my repertoire. <laughs> Being okay. able to do that pretty fast. But do I don't you know. Do that it I can all do like for real or do you use a machine to blow them up? No, I can do it. Like I blow up the, you know, like the big um, inner tubes for the pool and stuff like that. Like I can yeah. blow those up. Yeah. Wow. I attribute oh, it to my impressive. love cardio. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. But I can't make the pig noise that you just did. So that's impressive. <laughs> like you said, we all have our gifts and talents. <laughs> we all have our gifts and talents. <laughs> so you are a songwriter and you're a singer. Uh, do you play any instruments? I do. I play guitar and piano. So I started off on piano as a kid um, and did that for a long time. I still think on a piano when it comes to music. But then when I was probably about 16 years old or so, started playing guitar because it was more portable. <laughs> it was yeah. a lot easier to take places. <laughs> True. And so now most people only ever see me play guitar. Um, I, I still try to play piano for a couple songs in a full concert and get to do that. But, That's but yeah, cool. guitar and piano and then sing. So, yeah. Yeah. So how did you get started in music? Like what was the driving force for you to want to do this? Yeah. So I started, um, being drawn to music when I was a kid. I mean, my, my parents tell me that I had this Mr. Microphone toy, <laughs> Um, that I would stand on the the hearth of our fireplace and use it like it was a stage in our living room and would do that as a preschooler. And then I remember when I was in elementary, um, was hanging out at the church and we had a kids worship team and someone that was supposed to be there had not shown up for the rehearsal or something. And I volunteered myself to take their, their place that particular yeah. week. And so that was kind of like how I got started with it. And then I remember like being in the kids choir and getting my first little accompaniment track um, yes. to like sing songs and perform them at church. And so I started doing that like as an elementary kid and just um, really like felt as confidently as I know that my name is Yancey and yes, that is the name that my parents gave me. And, um, as much as I know, that's my name. Like I know music is something that God created me to do and that's mm -hmm. what I was put on this earth to do. And so just kept being involved in church and singing and doing special musics and being a part of whatever I could being a part of worship teams um, just as I got older, kept kind of growing along with that. So middle school worship and high school worship and 
um, our college ministry, even they needed someone to play keyboard for them back when, I don't know, I was probably like 14, 15 years old. <laughs> they were desperate enough that they needed someone to come play that they'll let the kid come That's show up awesome. to the college group and play. <laughs> so I just would do it. You know, it's like your gift makes room for you. And I just would take advantage of every opportunity I could to do music. And then a significant turning point, And that really was when I was 15 years old. I got to do my first concert for my youth group in my church. And that really just kind of came about because my youth pastor um, felt like God had, had told him. I, I, think, I think most anyone that was remotely close in my life was aware that music was my thing. You know, passion, like everyone yeah. knew music is what Yancey does. Like this is what, where she is headed in life. Yeah. Like, everyone knew that. And um, God just had put it in my youth pastor's heart. He was like, you know what she wants to do? And how can you help her take a next step? And so he had me do my first concert when I was 15. I still get emotional about it. It's been so many years later because I just, I understand at this point in my life, like how much his yes and his act of obedience put so many things in motion Yeah, in me. And so, um, August 16th, 1995 was a very significant day. And, um, I did my first concert and that's what really then started me like sharing some songs that I'd written, you know, with other people and going around in my town and singing for uh, other youth groups and at other events and coffee house things, um, just in my region that I could be a part of. And so just a whole lot more activity took place those next couple of years. And then I made my first album when I was 17 Wow! and started traveling to youth groups and doing concerts and kind of doing more like traditional Christian music stuff, like what you would hear on the radio, um, normal Christian radio and focused on that, came back and forth to Nashville writing songs and meeting with labels and learning to record and all that kind of stuff and that for a bunch of years. And then I don't know about five or so years into that. I just had some um, new opportunities to lead worship and to lead worship teams and develop worship leaders and stuff within our church. And so I was kind of doing both things for a little while. Yeah. Um, And after being involved in leading all those worship teams and whatnot, that kind of somewhere in there is where the kids thing kind of started. Yeah. And then um, when I went back to the road full time, I knew that God was um, opening up doors and opportunities for me to do music for kids and families. And so that's been my focus ever since. That's so. amazing. So, and I love the story you shared about your, your youth pastor, just believing. And cause I think when you're, um, you're doing something you're passionate about, like you said, you take every opportunity that comes to you. So when someone asks you to do something specific to what you feel called to do, it's such an impressionable thing. So yeah, I love that, that he, he believed yeah. in you and, and helped start that. Totally. And it was a big deal at the time because I generally only ever sang, you know, like one song at a time, you know, yeah. like the special, the offertory or whatever. And right. so 
Um, I now kind of laugh because it was only a 30 minute concert, which now I'm like, that's nothing. <laughs> but at the time, you know, to sing like six songs back to back where I was going to have to talk in between songs yeah. and segue and, you know, like do all this stuff when you only ever done one at a time was like, months of preparation. Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> it was it original music when you did it. There were two original songs and then the rest was just like some covers and stuff. Okay. Do you feel like that's when you started songwriting or when did you become passionate about songwriting? Yeah, I mean that's what doing the concert is what made me have to bring to the table the fact that yeah, I had these songs that I had written in my bedroom that no one had ever heard, you know? Yeah. So it was kind of like the defining like take a first step here and mm -hmm. show these to people and like tweak them and turn them kind of into something. And then I don't you know, it's like once you've once you've done that with the first couple, then it's a lot easier to keep putting out those songs out there that she wrote. I, yeah. I feel like, so it just began a process then of writing songs and sharing That's them. Very cool. So, yeah. So we, you and I both know, like we're musicians. We know that there's power in music. Why, what do mm -hmm. you love about the power of music? Like, what is it about music that it makes you so excited? Yeah. Well, I love it because, um, music sticks with us and sure. we all have our own, story and particular song that we could point to in that like there are songs that I remember to this day that I know played in my mom's minivan um, as a kid <laughs> yes. growing up it was I think the very first minivan that had ever come out and uh, I can picture driving around we lived in Montgomery Alabama at the time and I can I can picture you know the neighborhood where we kind of lived and just us doing life and these songs that um, were on these albums that my mom would listen to. And it's like, to this day, like I haven't listened to the recording of those songs mm -hmm. in decades, you know, but to this day, I can be going through something in life or someone can, you know, share something at church and a message and a lesson that's being taught. And it's, you know, maybe from the same scripture passage or whatnot. And it's like that song starts playing in my mind, you know, yeah. that I learned and heard as a kid. And so I know I've seen that in my life. Um, and it excites me about what I do and, and making music for kids, because I know like, it's not just about like what song we're listening to today. Like, it's not even about the group of songs that we might sing at church on a Sunday morning, but like, the message that's in these songs, it truly like sticks with us for, for sure. weeks and months and years and decades to come. And I love knowing that, you know, I get to make a difference in kids' life right now, but it's more so the long game. It's like what happens yeah. when they're 40 years old and they have their own family and they're going through a career change or something's going on in life. And they remember the message that was in a song that they learned when they were a kid and it helps Absolutely. give them guidance for how to handle that situation or how to respond or maybe what the step is that they need to take. And so I just, I love that. I mean, um, music sticks with us in amazing ways too. It's like, we can all think back to these uh, specific places and mm -hmm. people and times and occasions where like we hear a certain song and it takes us back. Like, I remember there's like a, uh, old pop song and it's 
It's like, I, when I hear that song, I picture the Wendy's um, <laughs> in Birmingham, Alabama, where we lived when I was a preschooler, back when they had a super bar, if any of you are old oh, enough to remember yes. that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> they, but it's like, I hear that pop song and just am, for whatever reason, taken back to that particular time of having dinner with my family um, out of Wendy's. And so, you know, it can be about silly things like that. I I love that music and the memory that it has, like it can remind our, our kids of leaders and teachers at church that they're small group leaders, um, you know, that just do life with them and get to know them and help them through life. And, and so I, I love all the ways that music just connects with us and truly helps us get through life. For sure. And I think too, like you said, it's something that we carry with us, those songs, the messages of those songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would always tell our, our children's director, you know, the kids are going to leave today and they're not going to remember everything that the speaker said, but they're still going to be humming the, the tune to the song that we did today. So you have to oh, keep yeah. that in mind as you're doing that. And why does it matter what we listen to? Like, why does it matter what songs we we listen to, you know, we, many of us listen to music in different ways. Like Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people, I hear the lyrics, you know, first time I'm listening to a song, I'm listening to the words as they're playing out. I think it's the songwriter, the storyteller in me, Mm -hmm. you know, um, my husband, he's someone that is oblivious (laughs) to words that are in songs, you know, and there's been many times in his car, something was playing. And he has no idea what that song is saying. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, can you please change it? Like the little people in the back seat don't necessarily need to be exposed to that <laughs> particular lyric, you know? But um, I think the biggest thing is just knowing that music has power and knowing that our words have power. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what we listen to does matter. It, it doesn't mean that every song you ever hear has to be a Christian song. It has to be filled with, you know, scripture and whatnot. But I think it's an important thing to consider um, for all of you kids that are listening, for you parents that are listening as well. Like think about what it is that you're playing, you know, Mm -hmm. in your car, um, in your house, like what you're listening to off your phone in your headphones or AirPods or whatever, because those things do get planted on the inside of you. And it's kind of like eating a diet of only candy and ice cream, you know, where (laughs) it's fun going down, but we probably all have a story we could tell about a time where we overdid it on something (laughs) sugary and it was a horrible situation later. I've got a story with some cotton candy jelly beans from when I was a kid. (laughs) Um, I know. Um, Or, you know, it's like we know our physical bodies need that well-rounded diet, right? We need those vegetables and we need that fruit and we need that protein. and, And I believe that songs that are filled with God's word and God's truth that's giving you a well-rounded diet that's going to give you um, the fuel that your body needs to function and grow and develop. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah. I think that's so true. We have to just be careful because we know that it sticks with us. So we have to make sure that what is sticking with us is, is a good thing. Um, so you, you do a lot of worship music, 
we think of worship, I think mostly as something that happens at church on Sundays mm-hmm. or in, in church type settings. But what do you think worship looks like in our life during the rest of the week? We'll be right back after this. You know, raising kids in the digital age isn't easy, but Bark Technology makes products that help parents keep their kids safe online and in real life. They have an app, a phone, and a home device that lets families set parental controls on their internet-connected devices. I love the app because it helps us manage screen time and blocks websites and apps we want our kids to avoid. It also sends alerts and gives us the ability to monitor texts and social media and even track your child's location. Visit bark.us to learn more about how you can keep your kids safe online. Use the code COLLIDEKIDS to get 15% off your subscription of the Bark app. Yeah, I think it just is, it's something that happens, you know, like it's, it's being conscious again about what you turn on and what you um, listen to in your car as you're driving your kids, you know, to whatever sports game or practice or rehearsal thing that they have. It's, it's just um, being conscious of what you're pushing play on, what you're singing along to, what you're creating space for. Mm-hmm. I mean, that also can look like you know, being intentional with your family and maybe planning, you know, a certain night of the week or whatever, where you guys just kind of turn on a couple of songs right there in your living room and just worship God as if it was Sunday morning and you were at church right there in your living room. You know, like it's something that can happen with, with you kids listening, like all by yourself, you know, just you going in your room, you shutting the door. It doesn't matter if you're singing along with a recording or if you're just, you know, singing whatever words you remember or just making something up from your heart to just honor God and respond to him. Um, I think that's the biggest thing is just realizing that worship is a response um, Mm -hmm. that we give God for who he is and the things that he's done. And another just practical thing of, of that, that I like to share with kids is just, I could ask you guys a whole bunch of questions right now. And I know that you would tell me that you truthfully actually like it when your mom or your dad comes up to you and gives you a hug and kiss and tells you that they love you. You know, Mm -hmm. like if I asked you about your, your best friends, you would probably tell me that you like, you know, having friends that care about you and text you, or you plan a play date and you hang out together and you get to do life together and go to their birthday party and all this stuff. And, um, you know, if I asked you girls about, you know, receiving a compliment when you're out and about, like maybe you're at your local Target or something shopping <laughs> and someone compliments you on like how nice your hair looks or your yeah. cute shoes that you're wearing. <laughs> like we, we like it, you know, when sure. people are not related to us, when the people that don't have our same last name actually compliment us. And, um, you know, guys, they love playing sports and playing video games and that feeling of conquering and winning. And so if we think about all of these different things that I've kind of just highlighted to you, it's safe to say that all of us would agree and say that we like to hear compliments said about us. We like to hear nice words said about us. We like to hear loving words. We like to know that people want to spend time with us and be around us. And, yeah. and, 
And just like we like to hear nice things said about who we are and the things that we do, God loves it when we as his children tell him how amazing he is and how great he is and what it is that we're thankful for in our life and just what he means to us. And worship is an opportunity for us to express that sort of um, just admiration and Mm -hmm. compliments and celebrations of who God is. And so whether that happens at church, whether that happens in our homes, whether that happens in your backyard, hanging out with a friend, like that's, that part really doesn't matter. It's as long as you are expressing your worship and giving your praise to God, because that is something that he created you to do was to worship and honor him. I love that. That's so, that's such a good way to think about it. Like that's something that we so appreciate. So to think that God also appreciates that when we love him in that way. Um, Well, speaking of music, you have put out quite a bit of music. Can you tell us about the the, uh, stuff that you have coming up pretty soon? Yeah, so I do uh, a couple different kinds of music for you younger kids that are listening. I do a series called Little Praise Party, and I've been releasing a ton of new music in that this year. I still have a lot more new songs that are coming up in the near future. So um, I I released kind of one EP of songs called Ready, Set, Go, and all of those are already out. Mm -hmm. It's super special. And then I've got another um, EP of songs where those songs are releasing right now, singles, and it'll be coming out um, next year. It's called Out of This World. So really looking forward to that. And then if you're a little bit older and you're listening, um, you can look up any of the music that I have that just is my name, Yancey. Um, or as part of the Kidmen worship series, that's all music that is sonically a little bit bigger and mm. vocabulary is a little bigger. And um, you guys that are preteens and older elementary can really kind of dive into that music and enjoy it. So definitely check it out. And maybe it's something that can help you have a, a worship time with God one day this week. Yeah, definitely. And a lot of that stuff is on your website and I've seen it on YouTube and I've seen it on Spotify. So there's lots of places to find yeah. it. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Any of the main music places that you <laughs> listen to music, type in Yancey, type in Little Praise Party and you'll find me. Yeah. And it's you definitely have a unique name. So if you type that mm-hmm. in, you're like the top of the list. So that's good. Your mom did good <laughs> picking that name. <laughs> Thanks. Where did your name come from? So it was a family name. Um, my, it was my dad's stepfather's last name. Oh, okay. So yeah. So my, um, yeah, like my dad's father had passed away when he was really young and then his mother didn't remarry until he was like a senior in high school or something like that. And so he didn't change his last name, but when they had me, that was kind of his little throw to his stepdad. Oh, so that's really it cool. means English man. Sometimes people ask me like, Oh, what does your name mean? You know, they think it's like Isaac, and like scriptural, Joy, you know, <laughs> right. No, it means English man. So, <laughs> Well, that's good. But the good thing is, is it puts you at the top of the Google search. So that's the benefit yeah. for sure. <laughs> Yay. Well, this has been so good. I've really appreciated all the things you've given us to think about, all the things you've said today about worship and about how we can do that. Um, I like to close the show out by asking my guests to give us a memory from when they were a kid. So do you have a a fun memory you want to share? 
Oh my goodness. A fun memory. <laughs> um, I'm, I mean, I remember, I remember a Christmas in particular where I got this pink boom box. Ooh. That was amazing. <laughs> um, the sad part was, it stopped working like within the first month that I had it. And so, you know, like had to take it back to the store, which I'm pretty sure was service merchandise. If any of you adults remember that one, nice. I, I rem have the visual of the store and the giant like escalator conveyor belt thing that brought all the products down. And the bad news was there were no more of the pink boom boxes. So when it was defective, they had to then replace it with just like a normal black one, <laughs> which is a total bummer. But I have the, I have the picture from Christmas morning of me in the pink boom box. And so, yeah, we're going to go with that. That's good. I like that. I used to have a boom box and I would, did you do this? I would record the radio on, on like cassette tape. So I would wait yeah, till favorite I know, song I've came done it on. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That was my favorite thing to do when I had my boom box, but mine wasn't pink. So I'm yeah. jealous that you had a pink one. Well, mine was only pink for about a month. <laughs> it was a good month. I'm sure. <laughs> it was a great month. <laughs> well, thank so. you so much for doing this. Thank you for uh, being on the show. And we'll definitely uh, put your information out there for people to check you out. Cause you have great music for families and for kids. And I want all our listeners to definitely look into that. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for hanging out and letting me share. Wow, that was so cool. What a great reminder she gave us today to be aware of what you're listening to. Sometimes I think the beat to a song is really fun, but if you listen to lyrics, they aren't always the best things that we want planted in us forever. Like she said, music sticks with us. So we have to be aware that we're going to remember this stuff for a long time. And I loved how she was talking about worship as a response. It's a response we give God for who he is and the things he has done. Just like we like to get a compliment or some encouraging, loving words, God loves it when we, as his children, tell him what he means to us. And I always love learning about how people get their name. So I, I'm so glad that she shared that story with us about how she became Yancey. It kind of rhymes with Nancy, doesn't it? Well, that's actually how you can find more about Yancey. Her website is yanceynotnancy.com. Isn't that kind of funny? yanceynotnancy.com. And she's on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Just search Yancey Not Nancy. Be sure to follow her so you can listen to her stuff and check out all her videos and keep up to date with all the new music that she has coming out. It's really exciting. Well, now it's time for the kids only segment. This is the part of the show where you get to be on the podcast. So I'd love to introduce you to my friend Lexi. This is my memory verse, 1 Corinthians 4 through 8. Love is patient, love is kind, and is not jealous. Does not brag and is not arrogant. Does not seek its own for wrong suffered. Does not take into wrong account. 
Thank you, Lexi. I love that verse. And I love when you guys share with me your memory verses. That's so cool that you are taking the time to memorize verses from the Bible. That's really important. Okay, it's your turn. I know you've been thinking about it and wanting to do it. I don't want to have all the fun. I want to share it with you. So I would love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your favorite Bible verse or your memory verse for the year. Or maybe there's an encouraging quote you like or a joke that you think is really funny. Just have a grown-up help you go to my podcast website, anchor.fm slash collidekidspod. And on that page, there's a place for you to leave me a message. That's where you can record your joke or your verse or whatever you want to say. If you need more information about this, you can find all this on my social media pages as well. I'm on Facebook at the Collide Kids Podcast. I'm also on Instagram at Collide Kids Pod. If you're enjoying this podcast, it would really mean so much to me if you would tell someone about it. Share it with your friends and family. Send somebody the link. Let them know that you are enjoying this podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so that new episodes will automatically load each week into whatever podcast app you are using. And give us a rating and a review on your podcast app. That actually helps other people find out about the show so they can listen too. Well, I hope that this conversation has inspired you to worship God, to show God how much you love Him. Turn up some good music and sing and dance along. You could even have a worship praise party with your family sometime this week while you're in the car or one night after dinner. You know, I think my family might even try that. Well, in case no one has told you today, let me be the first to remind you that God loves you so much. Thanks for listening. Looking for help and hope can be a chore, and you don't need any more of those. So consider downloading the River Mobile app. It's a radio station committed to playing songs that will lift you up and help you out no matter what you're going through. Songs from artists like Lauren Daigle, Zach Williams, and Toby Mac. It's totally free with no subscriptions. Just search 1049 The River in your app store or listen online at riverradio.com.